Hello, podcast friends, and welcome to our new episode of IT Coffee Break. I'm Anastasia Eliseva, Communication Specialist at IPAM Czech Republic. In today's special program, we explore the most beloved spring holiday in the Czech lands. We are talking about Green Christmas or Easter here. Our expert today is Petr Bursa, Marketing Coordinator at IPAM Czech Republic. So get yourself in the spring spirit and let's Easter Czech way today. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hello, Anastasia. I'm doing pretty fine. Looking forward for the Easter, to be frank. Is Easter more a religious holiday or a celebration of spring in Czechia? I think what the Easter describes the most is a tradition. There is a great amount of atheists in Czech Republic. I think even Czech is one of the most uh, atheistic countries in the world. And similarly to the Christmas, people tend to celebrate it not because uh, it's a religious holiday, mostly because it's a great tradition for them that they enjoy Though I think it's a bit, when comparing to the Christmas, I think it's a bit less popular uh, than Christmas, uh, indeed, and less people celebrate it, but still it's a huge holiday. It is nearly a week-long celebration that begins on Blue Monday and continues through the Easter Monday. So basically the whole week with numerous mm -hmm. special days in between. Could you tell us a little bit more about this Holy Week? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, so as you mentioned, it's basically a series like uh, it's a week plus one day, I would say. It's a series of unique daily tradition. What extent they are celebrated depends once again, I would say like family to family, but But again, comparing to the Christmas, that's the same with the Christmas. You know, some people might celebrate the whole week. Some might celebrate just the Easter Monday. The exact day that when the Easter like sort of starts, it, it's different each year. Uh, depends on the vernal equinox, and which this year is, I think, March 20. So the Easter Sunday should be on the April the 4th. This Holy Week starts with the Blue Monday. It's more, I would say, like a religious day that the churches are decorated in blue. Afterwards, we have a Yellow Tuesday, which is sort of a big clean day. Uh, moving forward, uh, we have the Ugly Wednesday. The tradition says that if you frown on this day, then you will be frowning like for basically the rest of the year or at least every Wednesday, which is, I think, like funny tradition. We really celebrated that when we were kids and we still do sometimes still. You know, just really? to remind someone, yeah, yeah, just, you know, you can remind someone, hey, you know, you shouldn't be frowning today. After this uh, smiley sort of day, uh, we have a Green Thursday. Um, that that is, I love. Yeah, that's quite popular in Czech uh, because uh, the pubs serve the green beer, which is like a huge thing for a lot of people, uh, including myself. Why is it green? To be frank, I think it's some, somehow colored like naturally colored, but uh, with what exactly, I have to say, I don't know. Basically, the custom is that on, on the Green Thursday, you should be eating a lot of veggies. So they somehow transfer this into the beer as well. Maybe they color it with some vegetables. Uh, so afterwards, we have the Friday, also really famous Great Friday or Good Friday. It's actually a poem from a really famous uh, Czech poet called Poklat. But it's revolving around Great Friday. There's this saying that on Great Friday, the earth opens up itself and reveals its gifts or gold. Hidden treasures. So basically, Poklat is translated like treasure. 
exactly exactly and that's this is the day we really loved uh, when we were kids as usually uh, our parents our mother would take us for a walk when the sun would get down so it would be dark outside and so in the evening basically i think she would take this path or where where we would walk together she would take it before and she would hide some stuff and also she would hide some stuff in the garden so we were just walking and like oh my god here's you know i don't know candies i remember we were walking across some bridge and i found like a coin like 20 crowns i don't know if she hid it there or not because it was just like laying there on the ground for me it was like a huge thing oh my god this is great friday why is this not happening every day you know i really love this day so uh, for you this great friday is really great it's exactly. really about treasure and about uh, these nice things Ooh, beautiful beautiful tradition you have with your mom yeah 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 really great memories of that Next one after Friday, we have a Saturday, uh, which is called White Saturday. And this is not celebrated much, I would say. Basically, the tradition was that the boys would go through the village with a rechtačka. So there's sort of like rattling wooden thing that you spin around and it creates immense sounds. And they would basically ask for money from the people. Maybe someone is still doing that. but And uh, why do they do that? Uh, well, I guess to have more money. <laughs> well, to be frank, Anastasia, I'm not quite sure because uh, I'm not quite super familiar with this day. Maybe chase away some bad spirits to bring the positivity. There was also some sort of tradition this day with the farmers that they would put ashes on the fields so that the fields would sort of yield a better growth that year as well. I think every day has, you know, a lot of like sub-traditions as well, but these would be the main ones. Then on Sunday, I would say called uh, Easter Sunday, is the day uh, that Jesus actually rose from the dead. It's basically the day when the people get together, family and relatives, and they have a celebration lunch, and they do the all the preparations for the Easter Monday, where everything accumulates into a big celebration. What about your family? When do you celebrate Easter? On Sunday or on Monday? It's changed from the times when I was a kid uh, and it was much more pow powerful experience for us when we were uh, a kids. But I still super enjoyed it. Right now, what we celebrate is basically the Sunday and Monday. With my family and relatives, uh, we usually go to our grandparents' uh, country house in in Děčín, uh, which is north uh, from the Prague, uh, close uh, to the borders with Germany. And uh, what we do, we usually have a big lunch together. And afterwards, everyone is like doing something, you know, someone is uh, decorating the house, someone is baking, someone is painting the eggs, uh, someone is sleeping, you know, etc. Like the, just the people just spread uh, around the house and everyone is doing something different. And uh, how do you decorate uh, your house for Easter? Well, I think mostly what we do, we put like spring flowers everywhere. So the lilies, daffodils, tulips. So flowers would be one thing. Then we have a lot of small plastic chickens, fluffy ones. And we have them like everywhere, you know, around the house because we bought so many of them when we were kids and uh, we still keep them. Then uh, another form of decoration is basically done by my... Uh, a grandma because she's uh, baking a lot so uh she's preparing these like traditional uh cakes and like sort of other dishes 
such as banana or mazanets, and she just like puts them around the house. Uh, Could you also... please tell us about beranek and mazanets? What is that? Yes, uh, definitely. So beranek, that's another Easter symbol. It represents uh, the Jesus. Uh, it's a cake in uh, shape of a lamb. So there's like a special lamb form, which my grandma uses. It looks really cute. Then there is mazanets, which is sort of a cake as well. Uh, the ingredients are a bit different. To be frank, I would have to ask my grandma for the exact recipe because I never prepared it. But it could be a great challenge for this year to try one of those cakes. So Biranek, Mazanets, and anything else? I think that my most sort of favorite one is connected to this Sunday lunch that we have together with family and relatives. And it revolves around amazing thing, Easter stuffing called Nadivka uh, in Czech, which is salty, fluffy thing filled with nettles. Actually, it's it's a great side dish, but for me, it's a main dish as well. And everybody just loves it and it disappears, you know, immediately once my grandma brings them. It sounds delicious. And mm-hmm. what about Kraslitsa? Yes, I think that's a huge thing in uh, in our family. Kraslitsa, it's, that's basically a painted axe. Woman give away to the trick-and-treaters on Easter Monday. There is like a lot of ways how to sort of paint them or make them beautiful. Every single person in our family has like a different way of achieving that. So someone is just dipping the eggs in the water with some like food color base, onion peels. Then you add some vinegar and a white egg in there. Then it changes the color to uh, brown. What my mother does, she's using a wax to paint on the eggs, like this sort of beautiful traditional shapes, which I tried several times, but wasn't really uh, good with that. I think you need a lot of patience and maybe a bit of like artistic talent. My granddad has his own way as well. So basically he goes out to the garden and he picks like leaves from various plants and then he like imprints them, put them on the eggs, then put the net around this whole thing, the egg and the, and the leaves, and then again dips it into uh, some sort of, let's say this onion water. <laughs> and then he gives them there for some time. And then when he takes them you know, out and he removes the leaves, you can see, so the places where there were leaves, they remain white because we are using white uh, white eggs and the rest is colored. Artistic on one hand and natural on the other hand. Exactly, exactly. I love it as well. And usually like creating these eggs lasts till the late hours. That sounds like a lot of fun for the whole family. Uh, well, actually on uh, Sunday or maybe even Saturday, but usually as we come on Sunday, we do it on the Sunday. We are creating pomlaskas, which is crucial part traditionally wise for the Easter Monday. It's basically a sort of rod or stick created out of willow branches, braided willow branches. And so usually with my dad and with my granddad and with my uncle, we just sit outside in the garden and we are like braiding those. It was also a huge thing when I was a kid, you know, because you can create it super long or short or, you know, thin or thick. And it was about finding the, the right balance for this. So, yeah, that's that's another big tradition. So we prepare those for the for the Easter Monday. And then when we go trick-or-treating on Easter Monday, basically use these to uh, tackle uh, the woman a bit until noon. And in return, we receive the beautiful Kraslice or some other trees as, you know, sweets. What kind of retail is hidden there? Why we are 
like creating those and whipping the woman with that. The tradition says that if you uh, the woman is whipped by Pomaska, uh, she remains young. If she's not whipped, then she won't remain young. I think this is why the tradition changed a bit. So maybe you're imagining that we braid these willow branches, create the pomlaska, and just, you know, go to the streets and just like, you know, whip everyone. I have some kind of these pictures, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it may, it, it may look like this, but I would say like the majority, if not everyone, is still like doing this. Then he just goes, uh, either if it's like in on small, um, you know, in small village when everyone everyone knows each other, then they go around the village. But for example, in Jeshin, it's a bigger city and we just uh, visit relatives spread around the city. So we don't just, you know, whip random people on the street, but we go to, you know, grandma <laughs> sister. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, <laughs> might sound intimidating, but it's it's really an uh, innocent thing to do. I see. Thank you very much, Peter. But you mentioned before noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens if uh, you whip someone after noon? Well, I don't know what exactly happens. I know it's forbidden. Uh, there is a saying that afternoon uh, that actually girls can have a sort of a revenge and they can um, basically splash the boys with a cold water. I see. So at least at least uh, this opportunity for revenge. Okay. Exactly. Very interesting beauty ritual, you know. And but you still think it is a good tradition, and in your family you always have it each and every Easter Monday. Yes, I think uh, what I like value the most about Easter now is that uh, but we go together with my family and the relatives and, uh, you know, we are talking, we are spending time with each other, you know, preparing, uh, working sort of on a, on a, on a similar project. Uh, with the trick-or-treating, it's sort of also memories in a way because uh what well, i forgot to mention then uh so if you build this pomlaska braid this pomlaska and then you whip people with it then uh in return they give you this sort of colorful glazes to your pomlaska so you just stay there and it's like a memory uh, of that person and of course we don't throw the pomlaskas you know in the trash every year so we have quite a lot of them right now in the country house and you can you always remember which one was yours and who gave which uh, sort of string or ribbon and I think that's a beautiful tradition as well. Yeah, nice way to collect the memories, definitely but where do you keep them? There's like a huge cellar, so there's like quite a lot of those there, but on the flip side, so once you break the pomlaska and use it uh, like year zero then um, it's working perfectly but when someone doesn't have a time next year to break a new one, he takes his old one, but you know by uh, just basically standing in dry the whole year uh the pomlaskas get a bit more more fragile i would say as they dry so the boot is not like flexible anymore uh so they break quite easily so then we just cut out those ribbons from the pomlaska and just keep the ribbons and put the willows uh in the garden thank you Pater. and what about traditional easter music do you sing carols do you listen to some music we actually don't the only tradition like music Music related is that when we are trick-or-treating and when we wouldn't be like sort of singing those phrases, we wouldn't receive anything. So it goes uh, in check. Hody, hody, doprovody. Dejte vejce malovaný, nedáte-li malovaný, dejte aspoň bílý, slepička vám snese jiný. And so we all, all, 
always like need to uh, when we are whipping someone we need to always sing those words you are not allowed to weep afternoon you have to see exactly uh, the saying yeah there are a lot of traditions here i see yeah. i see <laughs> nice and um, did you do the egg hunting when you were young or mm -hmm. did you have this uh, easter bunny who brought you some presents? Well, uh, good question. I always wanted to do the egg hunting because when I was a kid, I had this like comic books, Donald the Duck or something like that. And it was like American one. And every time there was like Easter special and in the comic book, they would always be like searching for the, for the eggs everywhere. But in Czech, I think this isn't a tradition to do this way, to like find the eggs in the garden, but more of like receiving them through the trick or treating. With the Easter bunny, thinking about my childhood, no super exact memories of that. And we received like sort of a package from mother and uh, grandma. And they usually give us some clothing because that's like sort of another tradition that you should receive some new clothes or just one piece of cloth on Easter. So you won't get like pooped by the lamb. Sounds strange, but um, it's a cute little tradition. I definitely love it more than Pamlaska, you know, because yeah. it's about shopping. Okay, yeah, exactly. let me put it into my list of traditions. Very <laughs> nice indeed. What other Easter symbols or other Easter traditions do you value now as you're a grown-up? If I would list it, and if I'm including all the relatives, is the eating together, is the baking, is the decorating, is the painting the eggs, it's braiding the pomlaskas, waking up early, whipping every relative you know, having lunch together, going home. <laughs> it seems like a very beautiful and uh, fun and tasty Easter, you know, and thank you very much for sharing. And uh, what about this year, Petr? Are there any changes? How are you going to celebrate Easter? <laughs> well, to be frank, I don't know. You know, uh, we are in a deep lockdown and it's really hard to say if the next month will be different and we would be actually able to meet with relatives probably won't be able but in the case we won't meet i think we would you know just forget that there are some uh easter markets so we won't go there because they there won't be any and we would just i would say share photos with each other what we did like ourselves preparing these traditional dishes or making your home more lively by buying spring flowers or I think you can even right now, if, as the spring is close, you can just go to some forest and take some uh, branches from some trees and they would blossom in a couple of days slash week and try some traditional dish because this sort of quarantine uh, lockdown got me into baking a bit and cooking. I would say everyone is cooking for themselves most because it's much more uh, cheaper than ordering something and I'm experimenting with that so I would be trying some traditional dishes. Nice, nice. So remote Easter but on the other hand traditional as well. So, exactly. And do you have these little yellow optimistic chickens as well as you mentioned you were having uh, as a child at your granny's? Uh, actually, they are still at the granny, so maybe I'll just you know order them online, <laughs> or maybe yeah. I could create them at home somehow. Maybe just draw them, or maybe do some sort of sculpture 
I have like this modeling pasta for creating sculptures. So maybe I'll try to do a sculpture of a chicken, which might turn out really crazy. No, I think it's lovely. Uh, right. It's like, you know, do it yourself Easter. And yeah. That's about it. It's about the mood. It's about the hope for the better. And the point that spring comes, whatever there is. Exactly. So, thank you very much, Peter, for sharing your story behind Czech Easter and sharing these beautiful Easter traditions you have in your family. I really learned a lot and I think I would adopt some of uh, these traditions. I do hope that our listeners got inspired by the Czech Easter traditions as well. Could you please wish us Happy Easter in Czech? Yes, of course. So first of all, thanks for having me, Anastasia. It was great to talk about this. Uh, happy Easter in Czech is Vesela Velikonoce. And if you have any questions, uh, I would be checking the article on the podcast so you can ask in the comments. Thank you very much, Petar. And Vesela uh, Velikonoce and Happy Easter to all of you from Ipam Czech Republic, from me and from Petar. Exactly. Thank you and bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.